Now, Wisdom from the Abbey with Mother Hilda. You may well have heard of the person that I'm going to speak about now, Archbishop Took. He was Archbishop of Saigon and was in fact a bishop when Saigon fell during the Vietnam War. He was taken prisoner and for 13 and a half years endured immense deprivation. A number of those years were actually spent in solitary confinement. Among the many ploys that were used against him in the big re-education program to get him to deny his God, they used to, for instance, leave the bald electric light burning for days. Bishop Tuck couldn't tell the difference between day and night. Then, reversely, they would leave the light off for days and he would be plunged into incredible darkness. And it doesn't take much imagination to work out what that would have done to somebody's spirit. On other occasions, they would leave him hungry for several days and then give him a great feast of fish, heavily salted fish. Obviously, he'd eat the lot being hungry and this would be followed by a terrible thirst. He would be left and then they'd give him something to drink and he would drink and drink and drink. Now, at the risk of sounding crass, then, of course, the inevitable bodily functions would take over and the poor bishop would find that he had soiled himself badly. The guards would come, they would drag him out into the centre of the yard with everybody to look at him. They'd get a female officer to strip him and hose him down. They would hose out his cell. Again, it doesn't take much imagination to work out how humiliating that must have been for him. Ah, but Bishop Took came up with an answer. For the love of his dear God was never far from his heart. He bowed and he apologised to those guards for causing them trouble. How many of us would have the humility, have the humility to even think that in the face of the little humiliations that come our way? How about this week, making that part of your story? I intend to make it part of mine when those little humiliations come to us that we find ourselves saying thank you to the person who points out something that we already know, that we say, I'm sorry, to the person who's putting us under duress. In the end, how we would gladden the heart of God who says thank you and I'm sorry to us all the time. 